but uh, one example is like you got a rental. Yeah, I see like rental market right now in Toronto. It's it's hot. It's always hot. Uh, but this right now is a particular situation. Low inventory, a lot of demand. Um, and yeah, you have people that will still have a higher price for their for their rental thinking right. that the market's going to give it to them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if it doesn't work, like you got to make an adjustment. That's a good thing about like people who have uh, who have been owning property for a while that mm. didn't just buy through the uh, the last like two or three years. Yeah, they have they bought it at a lower price. Um, and they like now with with all the interest rates coming up, their their renewal is probably coming up too, right? Yeah. And they're they're kind of trying to decide whether hey, do we hold on to this property or or do we rent it out? And luckily, the rental market because when interest rates are starting to pump up, people can't afford anymore. So people are like, okay, we'll rent for now. Mm. And then when everyone surges to the rental market, that kind of boosts the price, especially when there's no inventory. Yeah. And then I think it also helps the, like, so for example, if the market's not the strongest and you have a situation where somebody doesn't know if they can afford to keep the property, having a strong rental market with strong demand and prices allows a person an option just to, hey, I can hold on to the property and it's not going to cost me as much as I thought. Uh, you know, at least some of it gets offset with the rent. Yeah. Um, another in interesting thing that you said there, uh, I think it speaks to the experience too. Yeah. If you've been in the game before, you have a little bit of experience. You've been through a little bit of up and down. I'm sure there was a little bit of headache and a little bit of hair pulling at some point of a landlord's uh, journey. Nothing's ever straightforward. Nothing's ever straightforward. Right. But at the same time, that experience helps a landlord, you know, navigate what to do in this kind of market. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess let's call it, let's call the spades, the spades um, in the rental market. What you need to know as a, as a, as a member of the public, our laws, our bylaws, our policies uh, coming from the government are pretty one-sided, uh, meaning that they favor the tenant quite, would you say, unfairly? Or would you say necessarily? I think, I think there was a reason at one point why tenants needed to be protected. Fair enough. Because there, there, there are a lot of landlords who will try to get away with whatever they can we call these slum lords and, and they'll still try to jack up your rent, right? Like mm -hmm. you live in there and then they're like, Oh, next year your rent's uh your terms up. Right. We want more money. You give us like $500 more. Mm. Right. That was actually a very interesting thing that happened. It was uh 2018. Yeah. Right. That they, ro they started rolling out a lot of these tenant rules, um, founded under kind of like under Kathleen Wynne's last government while mm. she was here. Uh, they introduced like that, the rent freeze. Yeah. Uh, so we'll explain that to people. If you have a property that's uh, built after 2018, mm -hmm. uh, if a, a tenant year lease is over, you can increase the rent given the right notice right. Uh, by any amount. Yeah. Uh, but if you have any property that uh, is built prior to uh, 2018, uh, then you're capped in how much you can increase your rent per year. The landlord tenant board will let you know, like for example, this going, year is like 2.25 2, uh, yeah 2.2.5 moving into 2023 um so that's meant to help people the landlords at least keep up with inflation <laughs> hopefully hopefully I mean, not not this year <laughs> yeah but ultimately like it's it's one of those things where if you're it's like new york doesn't have that right, right. at wrench control mm. is that I, i'm not too sure I, from what I understand, that's one of the things that you hear, like following people that are in different markets. It's like, yeah, somebody's paying two thousand for a little, little dinky apartment, and all of a sudden twenty five hundred. Yeah, and even more sometimes. So landlords have definitely 
uh, some not not all not all. Not I'm, all. A, I'm a landlord yeah. and I'm not an asshole. Hey, I don't know about that. I'm not an <laughs> asshole. I fix the toilet when it needs to be fixed. I fix the you know when the stove needs to be fixed. We don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> you know, stuff. but uh, you have a uh, maybe like an example of like a landlord that's really off the rock um, that's doing something that is clearly illegal. So you mentioned uh, the price increase for a rent. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, give me another example of like a landlord. That's just kind of like, you can't do that. Um, lawn care. Like if, mm. if it's a house mm. typically or by the rules from the landlord tenant board, the, the, the maintenance of the exterior. So like snow shoveling, mm. mowing the lawn, mm. Um, and all the stuff on the exterior is supposed to be the responsibility of the landlord, right? Right. Uh, but sometimes they'll they'll try to put it in the contract and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you as a tenant, you're responsible for you this. You do it. You right? do it." <laughs> and then the tenants will, will will sign it, and then they'll do it. But then they'll they'll always get the question of being like, "Hey, do I have to do this?" I'm mm. like, technically, no. no. But like, if you don't, you're probably not going to get it done. <laughs> yeah, like if you don't, you're pro- if you don't agree to these terms, then the guy is going to be like, oh, "I'll just look for somebody else." Yeah, yeah, but even even if the tenant agrees at that moment, it's not legal. It's not legally binding. But if you were to go to that landlord and be like, "Hey, you can't make me do this," all right, you're just not going to have a shovel driveway. You're not going to have a mowed lawn. Yeah, because the guy's not going to come back. Yeah, he's it. probably not going to come back and yeah. do it. That's, that, that, that's definitely a tough one there because usually what we're hoping for and this is what the agents are supposed to do is yeah. make everything clear for both landlord and for tenant yeah so like oh and we're working with our tenants for example um here's here's what your responsibilities are as a tenant yeah this is what you're signing up for and again like whenever we're working with buyers or sellers or even uh renters or landlords we're always there to promote our clients interests mm. first so if my client does not want to take care of these pieces of uh, like the lawn or the shoveling or whatever, we'll let them know. We, we won't include that in our contract, Yeah. but the landlord might have that. Yeah. So then we negotiate it. Right. Yeah, Another the, one is deposits, I guess. The deposits. Well, let's, let's keep on, uh, oh, in yeah, order, in order for a landlord to kind of get away with like putting the responsibility on the tenant is, uh, offer them some, some, some money back or something or, or some compensation right? services rendered right? services rendered. So like, Hey, here's 25 bucks. You, you take care of whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then that's legally binding because you're paying for a service compensation, no, um, no contract without compensation. Exactly. Guess, right? Right? Yeah. And that's that's fair thing. Like if you're if I find that most times for a landlord and a tenant, the the best one of the best things you can do is start off on the right foot. Mm-hmm. And so I have these things clear on both sides, um, not so that there's a surprise when the like most like if you sign your rent in, uh, you know, June or something like that, mm-hmm. and the weather's all nice fine. But then when the winter comes and you're expecting something and the landlord's expecting something, it can just be confusion for no reason. So communication yeah. definitely key. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is like um, kind of in regards to upkeep and maintenance. Yeah. Is what happens if something gets busted? Mm-hmm. You know, like um, wear and tear is one of the things that happens. Yeah. With any landlord, with any tenant, like some are very gentle with the th- stuff. They treat it like it's their own. Others will beat it up. Yeah. Um, so like common things, toilets will go, it's use and you're using it every day. Mm-hmm. Stove might go or not taking care of the fridge might crap out because it's you got too much hella stuff. Dirty. Like, yeah, there's yeah. like that kind of stuff happens. So what we usually will see is some sort of, uh, number that mm-hmm. the landlord will pay for after. So like, for example, anything 50 up to, to 50 bucks. to a hundred bucks. Yeah. 50 to a hundred bucks is the responsibility of the tenant. 
and anything beyond that ends up being the landlord will come in yeah, and like, figure out what they got. Like you don't want to go as a landlord or as an agent representing the landlord. Hey, uh, this tenant just told me he needs the light bulb change, right? <laughs> you, you had that before, right? Hey, man, let's not say like, like it happens. Well, that that story was funny. I had two, it was two guys downtown. They're both accountants. So they went to school. Smart guys. The smart guys. They're at least smart enough to get jobs for like good companies, mm-hmm. right? And um, these tenants, they look good on paper. Right. Earmark that. Okay. And then, uh, you know, go ahead, get into the lease. And then they start calling the landlord, who happens to be in Markham. The property's downtown Toronto, King West. And starts calling the landlord going like, the light's not working. It needs to be changed. And the landlord's kind of looking around and he's just like, good change change it it was working working when we gave it to you yeah fuse diffused like it's just normal wear and tear and the tenant goes i'm pretty sure that's your responsibility sure and then the guy goes "Mm, no like no yeah you can change the light bulb i've left you know extra light bulbs there for you and the guy says ah no we don't want to touch the light fixture and like we might we're worried about breaking it so the landlord's like buddy it's just like i'm not gonna come all the way to screw right (laughs) so anyways that's that's kind of a little example there where tenant doesn't know and doesn't want to or whatever and they put it back on the landlord landlord says no that's something small enough that you can handle yeah and then it becomes it either gets fixed not fixed or somebody's neglecting something yeah um and that's something that i couldn't tell on paper that these guys didn't know how to no common sense. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So like when you like unpack the first part of it on paper as a landlord, Good. you got to be like great credit score, great income. What else? Do you was this, for? was this the first property that they've, they've, that moved was into? it. That was right. it. So like one of the things that we asked them was, have you guys lived together previously? Cause we're like, look, we know that things can happen and people move out. Mm, we, we felt comfortable giving it to them at that time. Cause there's a little bit slow time in the market. Mm-hmm. They're okay. They paid on time, which is, Number one, if your guy's paying on time as a landlord, not a whole lot to be able to do. Ooh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. So they weren't like, they weren't terrible. Yeah. They were just unexperienced, inexperienced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, leading to, to a, a point, which is like, has a landlord, there's a lot of times that some people might say like they're being discriminated against or they didn't accept my offer to them. And it's really up to the landlord. Yeah. Right. Um, for whatever reasons, they disqualify a person. But when things come on paper, usually it's all good. Yeah. It looks good. Looks good. Looks good. like well done. Um, I've had a I've had a client, uh, a landlord client just recently accepted a, uh, a tenant mm-hmm. on paper. They applied by themselves. It's uh, the agent that that represented them was like, this guy's a very quiet guy. Mm. He's single. Mm. Um Great income, he great, in, great income, <laughs> great credit, like yeah. everything looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he moves in, um, and something that something that uh, a lot of landlords ask for are, are post dated checks, right? Because they don't want to go to uh, obviously post dated checks are voluntary. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to provide them, um, but it's it's easier to give them up instead of having to like meet the landlord every single month, month to give him a check, it. right? And like email money transfer is cool too, but e- you just don't want to be reminding. People. Yeah, e transfers are are great because it's technology is made things a lot easier, but. To, to always have to go, hey, it's the first. Where's my money? It's kind of annoying at sometimes, oh, yeah. right? And it can get you as a tenant into trouble. Yeah. 
if you like we'll get into that after um there, yeah so continue. so my my the, this tenant that moved in didn't have the checkbook uh at the time so he's mm. like i've ordered it um give me a week it'll, it'll show it, simply up. financial yeah <laughs> I, I think i was like Teen, i don't know okay. we young we youngins don't have checkbooks anymore i don't even have a checkbook, checkbook. what do you mean <laughs> so like we waited for the checkbook he got the checks he called my he called my client up and be like hey i have the checks when you where do you when and where do you want to meet um my client uh, goes and meets him uh the other day and he sees a girlfriend inside Ooh. And he's and my client calls me after. He's like, he, "Did you know he had a girlfriend?" I'm like, "No, right. I didn't know." Right. Uh, he's like, "Is she moving in?" I'm like, "I uh, don't know." Uh, uh, right. Uh. I'm like, "Maybe she's just there for like a day. Maybe she's there for like two days, like two days a week." And and they're just like, you know, she's just staying there. And then he's like, "Come on, man! Like, I'm tired of all these tenants lying because like the oh, previous yeah. the previous tenant that we had in there <laughs> that we had to kick out, friggin' uh, only lasted a month because oh. they had a." The, the agent decided to lie to us oh. and uh, not tell us about their pets. Oh, that's, yeah, that was going to, I was actually literally going to say that right after. Humans are bad enough. <laughs> pets, but yeah, continue. Yeah, so like the building, the building allows pets, mm. right? So one of the things as, a, as an agent you want that was representing tenants, make sure the building first allows tenants uh, or yeah, allows pets. Yeah. And then second is to make sure that every building has a weight restriction. Right. So the, the, the weight restriction for this building was 25 pounds for Eesh. a dog. And uh, the dog that these guys had was a Doberman. <laughs> Easily over forty pounds, right? <laughs> and day one, day one, they got we got the complaint, we got the message from the the condo oh, corporation, no like these tenants, we understand that they just moved in, but they got to get out. Wow, <laughs> right? wow, because yeah, it's like either give the dog up or yeah, it's like you get the- so then what happened? Uh, so we we gave them we gave them notice, being like, hey, this isn't our choice. This is the building. You're breaking a rule that you agreed when you sign in uh, a lease agreement uh, in, in a condo. You're agreeing to agree to, to abide by the rules of the condo as well. That's right. Um, because it's 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 a corporation, right? You're living in a public building. Yeah, it's a city within a city. Yeah, with its own rules, regulations, yeah. policies. You break those rules, and then you get you're in. Out. You're out, Breach. or you get a warning, right? You f- redeem. Uh, remediate what the problem is or right. get out so they didn't want to get rid of the dogs so they got out mm. uh, what did it cost them uh we took two months so we took the last month plus an additional month for for vacancy right and then we kept the the key deposit fair enough uh just for cleaning because they had the pets they and had the pet, yeah which is like hey man yeah. So in that in that there, um, were they did they go willingly? Like what did they put up any sort of resistance? Uh, I think usually usually people if you give them bad news like that, then they start fucking growling at you yeah. and they start like what the fuck this is not yeah. fair. I'm gonna go somewhere tell CTV news. This is this <laughs> is my rights right ever. Um, <laughs> these guys. So interesting. I don't know if it's because of their their uh, where their upbringing was. They're so they're foreigners. Mm. They're they've just come to Canada. Um, they're trying to start a new life here. Um, I don't know how they brought their dogs over, but <laughs> um, they also had two cats and they were planning to bring another dog over. <laughs> um, but uh, so because they're, they're newcomers and they're, they're trying to get like a fresh start, they didn't want to oh, cause any want trouble. Any right. So they like, don't want to be trouble, sir. We don't so they're like, okay, no problem. We'll get out. Don't uh, worry. But I, I definitely have seen, we've definitely heard of stories, horror stories of professional tenants. Well, that's the, I know we have one queued up here and uh, I guess that's a, that's a great place to leeway right now or to segue into our next part. Professional talent tenants. Can we give a definition of this so that people know what this is basically what every landlord slash every agent is terrified of getting somebody that is like this because they exist 
There's people that make livings off of this. They yeah. make their livelihood uh, like just based on how they can deceive, get into a place, barrel themselves in, and good luck getting them out because they know the rules. Right. And they know that the landlord-tenant board is more so going to fair side tenant. with them. So they know what the absolute minimum things they have to do are and everything else. Good luck. Right. It's like from them, it's like drawing, you know, blood from a stone yeah. kind of thing. Um, professional so, yeah. tenants are... are, are they're out there. They're out there. They're, they're out there. They, and they, they, they're, they're, they're there. different types. So there, there's ones that, um, that don't pay rent. So they'll, they'll look good on paper and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, you know, they'll give you your first and last. Mm-hmm. Um, they have great income. Their credit looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next month, the second month, maybe, maybe they'll pay you the second month. Maybe. And then the third month comes in. You're like, where's my rent? Mm-mm. Fourth month comes in. Where's Mm-mm. my rent? Mm-mm. Fifth month comes in. Where's my rent? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just keeps going, and by the end of it, you're you're out thirteen thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, just right. waiting for a check to come in. And that that's part like just to stop you for one second. When the person doesn't pay the first, like so we when we as a tenant, so anybody that doesn't know how it works, we uh, as a tenant, you'll be required to give a rent deposit, which like we like you said, first month and last month. Yeah, that's the legal deposit that you're allowed to take. Yeah. Anything beyond that, you can't be forced to give it. Um, you can give it voluntarily, which should be noted in writing to yeah. prevent any confusion. But legally, a landlord's only really supposed to take a first and last month's deposit. Yeah. So that's usually given to the person in forms of, of certified checks. So it's actually physically they have it. Mm-hmm. But after that, you're waiting for either a post-dated check or an email or whatever. And it doesn't come. What what does a landlord do at that? What should a landlord do? As soon as as, as soon as the rent's a day late, you file. Uh, what is it? An N four, mm. I believe it is. Uh, I might be wrong. Non payment of non non payment of rent, and you submit that to uh, yeah, the landlord tenant yeah. board just so you have a tr- uh, a paper trail. Yeah, and you start because we know <laughs> not everything moves fast. Yeah, <laughs> especially the landlord tenant board. Guys, <laughs> they're still backed up for like years on years. Yes. But yeah, so like you as a landlord. You deliver notice to the tenant yeah. saying they're in breach of your contract, mm-hmm. saying that, uh, you know, there's going to be repercussions that come. And then this uh, notice is also filed with the landlord tenant board. And it's mainly so that they can say the landlord is being prudent. They're following what they should follow. And they've started a process because if you wait for the second month, that waiting one month might cost you half a year right. for how long the backups are. And you don't want to have that happening any longer. Cause again, it's, it can start as small as something like here's your first month. No problem. Second month, no problem. Third month. Hey, where's my money? I have uh, ha some of it. Yeah. I give you half. half. <laughs> yeah. And then if they give you half, you, that's you the still, you're still that notice. That, yeah. And then the next month is like just a day late. Yeah. You know, and like, and a lot of people will say, I don't want to make a big deal out of this. I don't want to rub somebody the wrong way. And it's like, no, no, no. As a landlord, you got to stand up for the fact that this is how you, this is how you normally mm-hmm. operate. And this is what you do for anybody. You're a nice person, but yeah. this is a business at yeah. the end of the day. So I, I, I find that landlords sometimes feel bad about that. Yeah. And that's what these guys are looking for. Yeah. Right. So again, a professional tenant look good on paper, make you feel very comfortable uh, with it. But once they get in there, uh, if they if they're not paying you, then what can can we make any assumptions about how they're caring for the place? It's gonna be trash. Fucking trash. Trash. Fucking trash. There's gonna be holes in the walls. But when they when they actually move out, oh good luck. Because you're evicting them. Oh, oh my god, that that oh. house is. You're not only out rent, you have to pay for the repairs, repairs and bring paint. it back to like 
living conditions. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff's probably not even going to be in working order. They'll fucking take everything. They'll damage everything. Yeah. Paint is like the least that you're worried. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Appliances, everything, right? Yeah. And that goes for like outdoor, indoor, because I'll, I'll have an example like two doors down from where my parents are. It's their students. They're, 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 they're exchange students, I guess. They're mm-hmm. coming here to do the school. And like, God bless them. They're here to do better for their life and all that. Um, there's about 15 of them living yeah. in a house. And uh, they have the grass. The grass is like, I'm a tall guy. It's half up to my body. Oh that's, my like, God. that's like four feet. Away. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not eight feet. You're not eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's pretty much up to knees and hip level. And yeah. they don't care. And then when you see like that is not a tenant from hell situation. No. That's just a bunch of people getting accommodated and like trying to live life. Yeah. But let's let's uh, let's roll with this one here. The headline uh, for the people, as they can see. And like, OK, so like, uh, I guess while you're pulling that. While you're pulling that up, you can contrast the way that our laws are uh, with some places, for example, in um, America where it's different. Like we said, the pandemic uh, caused huge delays like, at Ontario's landlord and tenant board. And some landlords say it's yeah. led to okay. some tenants abusing the system. If a tenant moves in and refuses to pay the rent, in many cases, trying to have them evicted could take as long as a year. Here's Pat Foran and Consumer a Alert. Al- Nathan, our, our buddy Alex Toronto had, uh, had the client She became like concerned yeah. when her tenant stopped paying the rent earlier this year. She then found out the tenant has done this before with another landlord. Jeez. Now she's worried she could lose her home. The landlord of this Mississauga home says the tenants inside paid first in last month's rent. When they moved in, they paid one more month and then stopped paying. Why are you recording me? Uh, the landlord has complained that you're not paying your rent. Hey. I'm one small landlord with one property. Tojeg Roshankar owns the home as a single parent who also cares for her mother. She says she's owed $13,000 in rent and utilities. She became more concerned when she found out her tenant, Shasta oh, Reed, her and out her too. sister, oh my God. Shirona <laughs> Tynes, had there. an eviction hearing earlier this year after failing to pay their former landlord almost $10,000. I learned about the whole pattern. They get into a tenancy agreement, pay the first and last, and stop paying with various reasons. It's an order because if you go to if you go to the landlord tenant board as a landlord and you don't have records, mm-hmm. you don't have communication records, and you don't have financial records showing like here's your you know like have your all your all your items lined up man you're just going to make the process longer for you um one surprising thing is man they they put her on they put they, they put, put that, her on they blast. put their put, they put that name out there yeah, usually there's some sort of blast. privacy law that goes in with things but i'm surprised they <laughs> put her on blast uh but then okay and and just just judging by the reaction of the the person there for that short time that we saw them didn't seem like she get. She didn't care. She, she just like get off the care. property. She's like get off the property and stop filming me. I know. I what, know. What, I know I what I almost. Did. I know what I do. Right. Um, have you ever come close to, like, okay? Have you ever had, okay? As an agent, now let's just say this. Yeah. Uh, let's be real. When it comes to leases, uh, we will help a lot of people that we know, like as a source of business. But another secondary source will be like strangers, people that we've never personally met. Yeah. We might meet them first via like they reach out to us on. Uh, some sort of platform, social media, Kijiji, or some some one of our websites, something like that, and they they say that they're looking for a place, and we go, okay, no problem, let's get uh, a couple things out of the way. Mm-hmm. That's what an agent will call pre-qualifying. So we want to make sure that this person can actually rent what they're asking to rent, uh, and we know that the tenant is going to have to provide documents. 
supporting documents. And so we're the first, we're the ones that get the first look at it. Yeah. And one common thing ends up being like, if you don't have your stuff, like I don't need to rent the place Mm -hmm. as an agent. I can go see the place, show as many places as I want. But if you don't have your documents lined up, what am I going to talk to the landlord about? Yeah. What am I, what, what can I negotiate with? I can just say on the phone, like, I got a great guy. I got a great guy. He makes good money. How much does he make? I don't know. He says he makes 60. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What's his credit card? He says it's good. Right. What is good? (laughs) Like 600, 700. There is some sort of standard that a landlord and an agent's looking with. So we would prefer as agents, we were not trying to waste our time either. Yeah. So we're going to be kind of like, we're going to be filtering through like, okay, who's who? And are they ready? Are they motivated? Are they going to be straightforward to work with or is it going to be like pulling teeth Mm. right and in there you might i might start getting whiffs of this guy seems like a little fishy like nuts nuts. (laughs) like little nuts right um and then as a landlord again they're relying on us as an agent to give them the information right Mm -hmm. so yeah like if you we if you have a if you have a situation where the tenant is not not paying it it's not going to be clear to you ahead of time Right. Right. Same way that you're not going to, it's going to be clear that like, yeah, they say it's only them that's going to be renting it. Yeah. But then all of a sudden boyfriend slash this person slash that person or a pet shows up or, you know, something changes yeah. in, the, in the middle of things. And I get it. People fall on hard times. So this is not here to bash anybody that's going through something right now. Um, it's just that there are people out there who take advantage of the system. It's deceptive. Right. Cause the landlord, te- like any legal system takes a long time to get, get through. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and in in this kind of case, there's one. Um, so like if you stop paying rent and you make you make it a consistent thing, you feel like you don't have to do it anymore, right? Oh yeah. It takes like, hey, you can live rent free for a year, and then what happens at the end of that? Oh, you just leave. Just leave. You don't get any. There's no black mark put on you. Yeah. If they don't find out. There's no registry system. So yeah. Like basically, like I've seen stuff where, for example, like it's like rate. You know, remember rate my teacher? Yeah. It's like rate, rate my, my landlord, ten- and then now it's like rate, rate my, my tenant. tenant. And then it's like, there's like, no, 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 you can't do that because now you're discriminating. discriminating against people, but they can have one for landlords. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing. I saw a post the other day. Um, so there, there are some tenants out there who will only pay the, the utility bills because that's on their name. Oh, so everything else. is. Yeah. yeah so their credit will get affected if they don't pay the utility bills, oh. but they won't, their credit won't get affected if they don't pay rent. <laughs> Uh, right? Right. So like, hey, so hey, I want to buy a house. I'm gonna keep my credit good. I'm gonna rent oh for three years. Oh my, and not, oh my gosh, that, right? Like and my not mind pay rent. Even go there, right? <laughs> and, and, and take this into there are these other people who will look great on paper, be good. They'll rent a full house. And did you hear that? Remember that one where they 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 turned it into a friggin' yeah. Uh, housing? Yeah, the multi-level le- multi-unit. Like the guy, what was it? The guy rented the place, then he rented it. He sublet it further to a bunch of students. Yeah. And what was it? Five or six hundred dollars per bed. Per, per bed. And there was bedrooms in the living room and the kitchen. Just the, the and whole he thing. He made more money off of that entire process than the landlord made off of him. Yeah, and right? the the fine he had to pay was minimal to what he made. It's kind of that's kind of kind of kind of shitty because like shitty. that's another one too i guess we can say like hey so for example person falls on hard times yeah the rent they've signed a one-year lease right that's a that's a binding contract yeah you're in you're expected to pay every month that's what the contract says on the first or the second or whatever day of each month person's yeah. going to deliver x amount as compensation for the rent and the space and whatever else comes with that right? Yeah. parking spots, whatever, whatever. Um, when that ends up happening, um, 
and the person doesn't doesn't really live up to their side of the agreement, mm-hmm. the landlord has absolutely like they have they have to fight with the with the law. The only that's the only thing they can do. Because some people will be like, "Oh, my guy's not really paying me, or he's not a good tenant. How do I get rid of them?" That's a mm-hmm. common, a very common question that landlords will ask. And like, hey, by the book, you just can't tell somebody to leave. One thing before we kind of figure, like before we leave the topic here, there's legal and there's illegal. Yes. Just because you put it on a contract doesn't mean that it's legal. So that goes, that goes towards landlords where it's like, Hey man, I get it. You want to protect yourself the most you can. And I I, I totally get that, but you got to do it legally. Right. Because illegally you can get fined and the fines are pretty big. So one of the ones that I was going to bring up was just a story about somebody trying to sell the unit. Okay. Right. Uh, that's what their end goal was. The yeah. end goal was we want to sell this unit, but they had a tenant inside who was paying kind of a, a below market value for the rent. It's not that they weren't paying. It's just that they weren't paying what other people were currently paying. They so try like, to like sneakily make them sign an N11, which is to like, end the lease. yeah. So like basically first, first thing they do is ask nicely. Yeah. Hey man, I really need the condo for my, and you got to be careful what you say to the tenant. Cause they're going to record that best believe. Right. But anyways, they say, I, I needed, I needed to sell it. Uh, but they can't tell the tenant that because the tenant is going to stay there. So instead they say, I got to let my direct family member move in. Yeah. And, and then they produce a document that says that that person's going to move in and then that starts the process, but then the the landlord eventually sells the property. Yeah. And the tenant finds out. Guess who owes money? The the, the, the landlord's got to pay pay money back. To How the much tenant. do they owe? A full year. Pretty much. Full a full year, year rent. Full year, because like and and plus whatever it costs for you to get a new place. Yeah. So it's not just like easy kick them out. There's a lot of people that will say like, oh, gotta do this, gotta do that. Yeah. But like you gotta follow the rules because the tenant rights are are up there. So so tip for tip for landlords, if you want to sell, and you have a tenant in there and you want to get them out, what's the what's the word in our in- industry? Cash I, for I keys. Think, yeah, cash for keys is the best one of the best things you can off, uh, offer. At least it's value. Yeah. Right for the landlord, he's trying to achieve something for the for the tenant. At least there's a compensation given. Yeah. The person is definitely gonna cash out yeah. when they sell it. But it's like mutually agreed upon terms and conditions. Yeah. How, how so as a landlord, how much of an inconvenience is it to have a tenant in there while you're trying to sell? Yeah, very difficult. Very like, difficult. Like just so, refuse showings. Don't make it easy. Don't present the property nice. Like I've had a situation. Probably you've had it too, where you go to the properties for rent yeah. and it's for sale. Yeah. And I have a client that wants to go buy the place. They go, we go to a showing, we've booked the showing, it's confirmed, we have an appointment to be there, we're allowed to be there. Get to the door, tenant's home, opens the door, go fuck yourself. I'm not letting you in. Not letting you in, what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Technically, they're supposed to cooperate with but people are people when they're showing, but people are going to be people and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So selling it with a tenant, not necessarily ideal because somebody else has to agree to take this person on, which is if it's already hard enough for a landlord to select a person off the street and make sure that they get the proper screening and pre-qualifications. Imagine a buyer coming in saying, I'm going to put my money down and I got to make sure that this person is actually paying me. Yeah. But yeah, when the pandemic was happening, actually, this was interesting. The, the market was going nuts. And multi-residential properties, like these are duplexes, triplexes, multiplexes, were coming on sale. And yeah. uh, you had a lot of situations where the 
the landlords were receiving below market value rent. Seven hundred eighty bucks. They weren't even receiving the rent. Right. But they would advertise that they are getting this is how much they should be getting. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> right? our cash flow right now. This is your cash flow. It's like if you got rid of these people, this is what you could, be, is getting. What you could be getting. And the crazy part was, bro, people were buying that shit firm. Yeah. And then they come back to find out nobody's paying rent, bro. And like we had a couple stories from our office with agents. Again, deal with the best and you don't have to worry about these things <laughs> but yeah they were saying like give me the particulars i want to see bank statements i want to see yeah. the deposits actually coming into these accounts but guess who didn't get the off sometimes they don't get the offer because they know this guy's smart he's looking for the right stuff but i mean how many people got unloaded property that they can't even get the tenant out anymore? yeah <laughs> sometimes it feels bad too because like these uh if, if you want to if these people who live in the triplexes and duplexes they've been there for years, years yeah. like 10 20 30 years yeah in the condition that they're living in, and you're like, why, how? But like, how? and then you look at their rent, and like, oh, you're paying five hundred, six hundred dollars a That's month. That's why it makes sense. And then like these guys are these people are old people. They're retired. They mm-hmm. have no money. They're on mm-hmm. pensions. And yeah. you're like, I gotta kick you out now. It's it's, it's heartbreaking. Where are you where are you where where am I gonna send you? Like it feels so bad. Like yeah. I don't even want to buy the property anymore. Buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, to have that car. Yeah. Behind. So I think that, like uh, if we're gonna close it off here, there's a lot more to discuss. Definitely about landlord tenant board, uh, landlords and tenants. Now, if you're on either side of the fence, your people too. We we want to be able to help you, give you value. So you can always reach out for any of your questions. If your landlords, any questions about if your tenants. Uh, feel free to drop us a line. Yeah. Uh, make a comment. It'll be in um, the descriptions. We'll always be Instagram. dropping little stories like what we talked about here. And again, the the idea here is we want to keep it short and sweet so that uh, it's not too much information. But hope this one was good for you um, um, and gave you some insight. And uh, if you're looking for... Um, and for our, our, to catch up to our new segment, we're going to do some reactions to some pretty cool vi- videos that that's we've right. uh, seen recently. Um, let's uh, open this up. Not the wrong one. So what's this one you said? So this, uh, honestly, I, I believe that giving flowers where flowers are due is, is a huge, uh, it's a huge thing. Giving credit. Yes. Giving sir. credit where credit is due. Um, yeah. Giving credit where credit is due. I think it's a, it's a big thing. Yeah. We should be doing more of it. Yeah. Time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Okay. So All this, right. uh, this is, this is a project Forma, Forma Cons in Toronto, a uh, big development. And, uh, this agent I here, honestly, like he did great. As as it was uh, made me want to like, uh, you wanted to hit it up? Yeah. Okay. We got volume. And it's kind of kind of boring making all these same old real estate videos every time. Is there anything else we could do differently, man? You know how to dance, sing? Ooh. He's ugly. Uh, I, I wish, man. Pause it right now. Do we gotta let this queue up? Cause that that was just fire. Hold on, this guy. That look at this cat. Look at this. Yo, he's look at fire. this. I just look so at this. Much. I already. I'm already feeling it right now. This guy got me all like energy. Yeah. Energy right now, man. Bro, this guy's here to sell us condos. Okay, continue. Sorry, I just got really. <laughs> all right. I got load again. Yeah, I like. 
when it drops. Too many stories must be scary from the top. Bars. Bars, right? He's talking about the property, the project. I'm selling you Yo. Hey, there's 2,000 units in this building. We know that. It's a high building. This guy is so sick. Yo, this guy is a legend. Sell this guy's selling projects. How do I give him my worksheets? <laughs> wild, wild. I think you just made my day, bro. Yeah, that's, like that's I, I right think. There. Yo, who is this guy compared? You remember? Remember one guy we were watching, Kondo Wong? Kondo Wong. No offense. I don't know if we can air it out like that, bro. This guy is a. This, this guy's, guy's a G. This guy's a G. I, I like that. I like so, that. I like, like that. One, he's talking about the project. Mm -hmm. He's given information about mm -hmm. the builders. He's telling how many units there are. He's featured the neighborhood a little bit. Yeah, and it gets you. It's like man, that's like the the ex the the black and white part of real estate. The numbers and the floor plans and the this and that. Man, anybody can show you that. You can look at it yourself. But at least this is creative, man. Yeah. That's creative. I just want to know. This is my speculation. You think he wrote the rap himself, or he had a ghostwriter? Oh, leave that for 100 goes. Right. Let us know. Do you Ghosts. think this guy wrote it or not? But yeah, that's that's a that's one way, man. That uh, definitely then, do something that other people aren't doing. And and uh, I don't know if you remember this one back in the day. I think 2019. Oh, play it. This play the yellow it. house, so good. Let's see. Um, there's also this guy's an agent from Toronto too. And uh, honestly, credit where credits due because there's a lot of agents who who are out there who don't have like who try to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like it falls very short because they're. Their whole thing is featuring themselves. Yes. They're not talking about the property yeah, that's and right. like they don't show off the property that's right. at all. And it's very, it's very tacky. Me centric, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one that, I, to me at least from a marketing perspective, kind of rubs the wrong way. Like, are you, is the service good? Is the product it's like, good? It's like who open houses, right? Yeah. Like open houses. Like who's the open house for? It's for the agent, really. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But run that, DJ, DJ, DJ run, run that. that. Let's see it. I don't know, the first one was hard to follow, but... Heavy trap beats. Little yellow house is nice and cozy. Come on in if you're feeling a bit nosy. Design your very own dream creation with a full, full renovation. Mm. Rent it hey. out for 2Gs, collect uh. all the monies. Back, that's affirmative, a condo alternative. Move right in, it's truly homey. Owners love it here by the I love his mustache. I love it. Starting with the farmer's market next door, police station. Are <laughs> going up like a yeah, you're safe? You got cops beside you. Boulevard all the way to the city's heart. Another reason Woodbine Park Festival season. Couple blocks away, you'll be chilling at the beach all day. Little India, just the other way. What all this for 500k? Uh. Oh. Does that girl come with the house? She's just, she's just singing about the yellow house? Like, 
Welcome home to you, little yellow. Yo, represent the beaches. Represent. Yeah. Point to the area, showing you like, yeah. My groceries, man. Yo, okay, now I'm. Was this this guy was good? How long was this video? I was like 2019. Mm. It was sick. Like these two videos are good. Like give flowers. That was good. Flowers I like this. Do. This guy was good too. He had some good bars. The other guy was just had hype. That's a club yeah, banging. Track. That's a club like, banging. If track. you were to actually play that on the radio, Forma, you could actually people would be like, Forma, <laughs> we got it going on." This guy was good too. Yeah. But like that's I I I, I can appreciate. It. Like you said, give the roses. Yeah. Give them the roses. Give the flowers. The flowers are due because it's not easy to put yourself out there to yeah. do that. Likewise, like we're not experts. Yeah. We just started doing a podcast. He, he's probably the the former guy. Probably like was like, do I do I really do this? He, well, what you got to let it go. Yeah, right? you got to let all ego, that stuff go and just go, man. Dropped his ego. I was just like, this is this is great marketing. This is great content. I think so. Like it was engaging. I was I was like, as soon as I don't know, the playback's gonna show it. I'm bobbing my head. Yeah. I'm listening to it. Drop some lines and feeling it. Yeah, you know, like it's it's good. So I I like these ones. These ones are really funny. We've uh, throw the roses where the roses are. Are you not entertained? Are you not, are you entertained? not entertained? If you are, yeah. join us next week That's when right. we have another episode and more reactions. More reactions. Thanks, guys. Talk to you again.